Hello and welcome to Diary of a Serial Hostess. Thank you so much for being here. The article that we are um, talking about today is called And Who Exactly is Coming? And it's all about keeping track of guests and guests of guests. It is said that guests of guests never bring guests, but guests in my house are always welcome to bring guests. It is not the first year of unknown guests who are the problem. It is the guest of the guest that will become an issue. This is a real problem in the world of high society entertaining. When people begin to hear about the fabulous party that you are organizing, those who have not been invited will practically do anything to get invited or leave town in a very last-minute cruise. While hosting small dinners is not an issue, most sane people are not going to crash a small dinner. But when, like in the old days, parties of 40 or more become the norm, people who are not invited would feel that you are the one that made a mistake and show up. In this case, graciousness and charm always wins. And so give them a drink, ask them to sit in the living room while dessert is served, or pull up a couple of chairs and let them join in. They know that you know, and everybody else knows too. And if you don't receive a huge bouquet of flowers the next day, strike them from your list forevermore. I'm always thrilled to include friends, house guests, and new significant others at my parties. And if the table is not big enough, I add another table or switch the dinner to a buffet. As a point of good manners, please always tell your host ahead of time so that there is time to pivot and make everyone feel welcome. But I digress. Let's go back to the subject at hand. I do actually keep records of the parties I give, whom I invite, the date, and the reason, if any, and also what I serve. These notes become a reminder of the menus that have been hugely successful and the ones that just didn't work. It also reminds me not to serve roast chicken to the same group again and not to invite the same friends over and over. I don't keep a record of what I wore, which frankly I think I should because I think I always wear the same thing or the ones that I serve because mostly they're always the same too. But it is fun to look back at past parties at reminisce. Some party journals have charts for sitting arrangement planning, notes on table decor, flowers, the cost of the party, etc. I haven't been able to find one in years. I had one uh, by Smithson, the English company, but I haven't seen any new ones in a while, and I always keep my eye out. Um, for my Charleston house, I just use a plain gold notebook that I found, I think, in um, Barnes & Noble, and I just love it. Um, and, you know, having a really bad memory, which I do, this notebook keeps me somewhat organized and keeps tracks of seasonal menus. And I also jot down if anything extraordinary happened, like firemen coming to the rescue, or if I had to totally change the menu on the fly because I forgot some essential, or anything that happened to remind me of that party. The party um, journal also reminds me of the friends that I haven't invited for a while. I never want to upset anyone or be unkind, but sometimes people just fall off my radar for no reason at all, as I'm sure I do from theirs. It could be a series of unmeaning food issues or none at all. The point is that they're not on my mind and so they don't make the cut. When this happens, I reach out and invite them to do something and start all over again. If friendship and camaraderie are there, it would flourish again. Another way to keep records of guests is a signature book. Often set on a table in the entranceway, it works as a collection of autographs and signatures and a fun way to look back at the visits of illustrious guests. 
and my family's cortijo outside of Seville. My grandparents' book is still being used at home. The page photographed here is from 1928, when the Queen of Spain and her daughters, the Infantas, came to visit for lunch and a bullfight in our private bullring. Yes, we have our own private bullring. My grandmother mentions the bad weather and that it was a party for 50 people. Edwina Mountbatten, the last married to the last viceroy of India, and the Marquesa de la Unión had been guests the week before, and it's fun to see their signatures at the top of the page. Since then, my parents have hosted thousands of events, and the signature book is a wonderful reminder of fantastic times and long-lasting friendships. I have always felt that when I am invited to someone's house, it means so much more than just being a frivolous acquaintance. And I feel the same. When someone makes the list, it means that I want them in my life, and they become part of my rotation of guests. After all, parties are about having a good time with friends, no? A few months ago, I chatted with a lady of consequence about guest lists and entertainings, and she explained that she really didn't have time to have friends. All she wanted was to collect people to make her dinner parties interesting. Hmm. I'm just glad that I am not on her rotation. And so, with that tidbit of information, I leave you today. Yours truly, The Serial Hostess. Thank you so much for listening to this.